Hello you guys and welcome to my channel, She Who Speaks is the Name. And today, yes, I am back. We're going to be covering the topic on the union between Mark Souls. Oh, and also, don't forget, I have a special guest with us today and her name is Neff. So, Neff, I'm going to let you introduce yourself and we're going to jump right in. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for your time and your hospitality. Of course. And of course. you can find me anywhere at N-E-F-O-R-A. I'll say it again at the end. But we're going to go ahead and get right into it. Let's and go. we're going to start this right from the origin. <clears throat> now, a lot of these unions, honestly, because the whole thing about union of, of Mark Souls is it's, a, it's the sense of togetherness of people. Right. And then sometimes when you have things that, you know, certain events and experiences, it's like they mark you or stain you in a sense. Mm. And so it really affects um, your internal, which, you know, depending on how you refer to it, it could be your soul, your heart, whatever. Right. But um, there's just a lot of things that, you know, happen within childhood. Now, when it comes to this, um, we're more talking in the dating aspect. Yes. So I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about the, the image that our parents' relationships gives us. And so I think that that's part of a lot of the embedding, the things that they show us and or don't show us, um, you know, what they taught us about the opposite sex and how to have relations with them. Right. And, yeah. you know, how they reacted when they first saw you having interest in the opposite sex. Because I can, I can definitely say I have my nice little diary. Mm. And I wrote about these two boys who was asking me to be there. <laughs> Whoa! You're taking me back. You're taking me back. Okay. And I felt comfortable enough with my dad that when he came in and asked me what I was writing, I told him. Wow. And he basically told me that you shouldn't be thinking about that. And I remember I would I I scrapped through the I was so mad I scrapped through the whole book, tore the page out, and cried and went to sleep. Well, that's deep. Like you shouldn't be thinking about that. But it's just more so like with me and my experience. It's like what I've been seeing first mm -hmm. we first learn well, what we see and then we're being taught you know from our parents so it's like well if I see you doing this then maybe I could do it because right. you are my first teacher yeah so then again like you like you said and my family your family experience I definitely seen that happen from my mother so I pick up a lot of information um and experiences from her and now like with not having that father figure in, I don't know with you, like having both parents in play a big role on how everything could go well for you. But everything went exceptionally wrong for me <laughs> because of not having that aspect of the two parent home and then also, you know, seeing the worst. Well, so, yeah. Okay, so my question to you is when your mother first discovered your interest in boys, what was her reaction? Um, to be honest, <laughs> I'm not going to curse a lot, but <laughs> I'm going to curse. <laughs> okay. It was like, I'm going to beat your ass. Right. Yeah. Take your clothes off. Right. You're being grown. Right. So, and that dwells into uh, abuse, mm -hmm. but it's, it goes on from like generations on what she's been taught. So like right. I have that aspect of knowing now, yeah. like that's how she had to operate and it's just like, yeah, so that, yeah, yeah, and that I think, tone too. And it's crazy <laughs> because I think that's part of the seed that creates the toxic relationship that we have between other because right. when our parents find out that nature is happening, yeah, they get mad. 
Exactly. <laughs> it's like a whole different energy. It's like, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> and I see, so. I think as well, I. Ooh, sorry. But I think as well, you know, just the images in which our parents showed us. My my parents, I, I think they're weird. But um, <laughs> the images in which they showed me, I can't necessarily say they showed me the best way um, to deal with the opposite sex. Mm. I think they showed me it, it the way that society paints uh, masculine and feminine roles and, and and even masculine and feminine toxic traits. Right. I think I saw them in a backwards fashion. I agree. I have to agree with you too. Yeah. So that in myself, um, when I got older and was dating and when I really got to the dating world, <clears throat> I met I had dated someone long term who was good for me. And then after, you know, that just, it didn't just, it fizzled out, didn't really work. Right. And then, you know, going back into the dating pool, I dated someone who, who put me in a position to, for me to realize that if I'm not careful, I'm going to end up in an abusive relationship based off how he treats me right now. And within that, I had to look at the commonalities between him and anyone else. Right. And the commonality was the maternal aspects. So it was, it was, it was, it was something that I realized that was similar in all of them. That was similar thing in my mother. Mm-hmm. And so that for me was an interesting wake up call. Cause I really had to go back over my relationship with my mother and relationship with these men That's and the, yeah. the negative aspects that played in. Cause you know, mom was the one who would beat me. Yeah, so, yeah, me too. So, so hey. that's the that side of her I don't like. So it's like that side of her I don't like that I'm seeing in these, but I'm not seeing in a physical manner because violence is not like physical. Exactly. Ooh, come with it. Right. <laughs> Dropping. Sometimes gems. it's just it's just the verbal belittling. Yes. That you realize. Yeah. Who else talked to me like this? Hmm. And so the, finding someone who talked to me in a manner which was you're younger than me. I'm older than you. I know more. I live more. Right. It was like, yeah, man, like yeah. I. So yeah. that for me was my my precursor into the union of marked souls. I learned that he was a marked soul, and that if I did not leave, he would mark my my physical because wow. I I saw him just by the fact that he threw my things. I feel like the things are extension of me. Wow. So I that that moment for me was. Um, you know what? I don't want to be here anymore because if he'll throw my things, he'll throw me. And there's things in him that I don't like that I've seen other places. So I remember I actually left and I never saw him again. Wow. Well, my first experiences, I did, I said experiences to, <laughs> by the way, I, I, I didn't get the courage to leave. I had a time of, um, I guess cycles, repeated cycles, right. and I was just re- keeps repeating, repeating, repeating until I understood, like, hey, if I don't get out of this situation, then I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like you said, things meant a lot to you, but uh, my life meant a lot <laughs> to me. <laughs> Let's just say that, like, my experience, we're about to dive deep, so I'm about to... Well, a lot of this, yeah, a lot of this is is part of what we create in life, and it's also part of our karma. Exactly. Yeah, I think. um, Well, I don't think I know now because I'm healed. That definitely was a karmic relationship. That was part of my karma. Um, It was good in the beginning. Last night, that was good karma because I (laughs) met that person. But overall, like I've learned that that person also had toxic traits. He, I was his karmic as well. So let's not let's. 
Come on. Yeah. So yeah. we both yeah. had to learn, like, it was, um, you spoke on violence, like, we were very physical uh, with each other. We were very verbal, like, the verbal abuse, and honestly, we felt like that was healing, and that's how we mm-hmm. connected with each mm-hmm. other, and then it got really violent to the point where we didn't have that parent or that right. father figure to say, hey, y'all need to, you know, right. chill out. Chill, yeah. So that, um... Led into guns, me dating other people, him dating other people, cheating, and then it got physical to the point where those people pulled out the gun, tried to kick down my door, and um, yeah, it got real heated, and then my wake-up call was when the police officer was like, we need to file a report. Right, yeah. And that's when it hit me, like, my mom's not here, my dad's not here, and most importantly, I've seen my mom always fight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Physical, like stabbing, choking. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't ever want to do that. I don't ever want to be there. Right, yeah. But I actually went there mm-hmm. and I'm doing it now. It's just not in that intense form. Like, right. I right, seen yeah, when I was younger. Yeah. So and it's usually a little, it's usually a lesser than our parents, I feel, because we, we don't want to get to that extreme. But yeah. But that was that was enough for me and for I don't know about him because at the end of the day, I don't know what he's seen. We never expressed that. We never right. had that time to communicate. And honestly, right. we're gonna go dive deep into that too. We don't have time to communicate on what we've been through from our past. And that's I don't think we give ourselves enough time, honestly. I don't think so neither. So <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that was my wake up call when that report was filed and then I had to go over to the courts and then that's when I'm like, if I don't get out of this and if I don't wake up, then I'm going to be, you know, in a now situation. Question. Yeah. Involving America KKK mm. in abusive relationships between black people. Yeah. Is that the smartest thing to do? Absolutely not. <laughs> it's not. And that's unfortunate. That's so that's unfortunate. unfortunate. Because oh, I think man. That, that's the thing. We as... We as, I don't, know, I don't even want to say we as women. I want to say we as people. Yeah. We know that's not the smart thing to do. We don't need another black man in jail. No. We don't I, need another man in jail, period. That wasn't my intentions. I didn't want it to lead to this, but right. like me not being conscious, like that was going to lead to that regardless if you wouldn't just stop it in the first place. So. Right. Yeah. No, I think, I, I think, you know, as you said, you're, you know, you felt yours was more karma. I think my, my first time was more of me creating the aspect. From my precursor, you know, I put it into my head of if I'm not careful, that's where I'm, it's, it's going to escalate, you know. Right. And by me doing my best to run away from that, you know, you run mm-hmm. to that. And I think also it, it, it was more of me creating, it's like I could say it was almost like a reincarnation more than a creating because wow. I more feel like I already dealt with that in different forms and fashions. Yes. And so now yeah. but now it's re- reincarnating into a level which is maximized out here in this physical realm. I agree. So I <laughs> I think that for me was um, my, my interesting you know fact about it. Like I think I'm more, I've mentally created that mm. um, environment as opposed to it was a karmic cycle. So it felt like a reincarnation. That's really powerful that you can actually see that this is that this is this and this is the physical and spiritual (laughs) and I've never like seriously I've never met anyone who 
set this and it makes yeah. so much sense and it's like wow you are creating this you really like, <laughs> yeah, you re- yeah you really are and you're in control of that because if, if and the thing is that why I feel reincarnated because I thought like there was a relation with school I thought like maybe there's a I think with it, it, it was <laughs> I think just within my family dynamic right yeah there were certain relationships that um just weren't proper for lack of a better word and so, within me not wanting to deal with that, right? I ended up dealing with that, and and part of the reason was, you know, I didn't want to be around my family because I felt like I had to keep fighting them. Yeah. And so it got to the point where I felt like I'd rather be over here and fight him than fight them because that's my family. Right. So you know, my my first time I was actually you know not welcome home, and I had basically you know. It, it started over a, a pile of leaves, which, you know, have the option to, you know, sit out, you know, on the little side thing right. or to go into the trash can. And, you know, it was the, it was the idea that I knew I could put them in the trash can. Right. He did not. He never done that. He always put them right there on the side. So when I put him in the trash can, it was like, well, how do you know the trash man is going to get this? And I'm like, well... I know he will because he does it in my house. He said, well, what if he don't? Who's going to get that out? I said, you know what? I'll get it out. Pray if trash man don't get it out. Okay. He leaves and he comes back and he decides that he's a trash man because he says, that needs to come out the trash can right now. Hmm. And that was the day that I had a flashback and I put my foot down. And my flashback was um, me imagining my mother yell at me while I'm digging trash out the trash can. Wow. And I said to myself, damn, that's something my mom would do. And I said, you know what? My mama beat me right now if I didn't do what she would tell me. And I said, you know what? He can't beat me. So, uh, you know what? I ain't putting no more in the trash can, but I'm not getting that out. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Man. Let's just say from that, it turned into an arcade of outdoor trash cans being thrown Spraying me with a water hose, kicking in doors, and sleeping in cars, taking my phone, and a lot over a pile of trash. And it's like you never realize the littlest things that can really be a tick for me because I don't know what triggered him, but I, I know what triggered, triggered me. Yeah. I know what triggered me. I knew that. Hey. I said, I'm not about to dig in this trash. I'm just, well, I had a, whoa, anyways, but. I'm, I'm definitely gonna, um, uh, you know, take off what you just said, that trigger moment. Um, I would say my experience was, and it's about to get real crazy. All right. So like the love aspect of that relationship. So, you know, I'm in, I'm laying in the bed. You know, I like to be comfortable. I'm not getting a PG-13. I like to get comfortable. So I'm in bed snuggling in. And like that, you know, my significant other lays behind me and my neighbors is really loud. <laughs> and mind you, I've always been in an environment. I've lived down, you know, in, I guess, the different, ghetto. Different spot, yeah. yeah. So it's always been loud surroundings. And my mother, that moment, like she hates that. She likes peace. She likes quiet. So like I'm laying down. That's something that triggers me mm-hmm. back to like my mom. But that person's laying next to me. He's like, you need to calm down. And it's just like, no, you don't understand how that bothers me because with the loud noise, it's actually not having her 
be heard because she was being abused. Right, yeah. So it's just like that that moment that triggered me. And right, because you don't know what's going on on the you just don't know loud. And then most importantly, what he did was push me on the ground. Like off the bed. Like, right. Now I don't, I don't even know if it was a push. I think he kicked me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that 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 right there. We just ended up brawling. Right. Yeah. Like, cause not only did um that trigger me from the noise and why I right. don't like but that. He couldn't and handle like, yeah. yeah, that 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 anxiety built up in me. And then when he kicked me, I always see my mom like coming yeah. from that abusive relationship, how she would get stumped out and we would help her. So it's just like you're not about to kick me in my back, boy. <laughs> and you're gonna get away from that? Away yeah. from that? No, we finna fight. Yeah. <laughs> So, again, physical for me. That was my moment for me to wake up. So, yeah, we're going to uh, transition to the next topic here. Which would really lead into what you're talking about because, Ooh. you know, <laughs> <laughs> part of the reason probably why you, you know, felt how you felt was because you felt that traumatic bond with your mother. Yes. Yeah. So, hearing that and knowing that she would be bothered by that, it bothered you. And see, it goes to show how deep these trauma bonds can really be. It's because, <laughs> I mean, you and him, you know, well, I don't, you know, let I me mean, not do that. I'm speaking for myself, but I know I have a form of codependency, which I'm eradicating. Right. Yeah. So. We all do. Yeah. Really Let's do. be honest here. We're here. Like, she who speaks is about honesty. So, look, some, we don't even know that we're actually in that. Yeah, you don't know you're Born. codependent until you really find out you're codependent. <laughs> but it's just like, I've if you've never heard of codependency or been taught and actually shown it, yeah. you don't even know. Like, I don't even know yeah. half of the time. I'm like, is that being codependent? But yeah, <laughs> here, here, that's me thinking. But the next topic, like she said, we're going into is mostly going to cover what we're covering again. Trauma bonding. Trauma bonding. Yeah. Okay. And, um... Mm. Yeah, because uh, honestly, um, when <laughs> when those first times, you know, start up and flare up, it it's like that trauma that you all create together. I don't know if you tr- bond over that or if both of you had your trigger and you bond over both of you have your trigger, but something keeps you there. Yeah, my the first thing I want to cover, and I'm going to be real with all of you guys. My first experience for trauma bonding was when I was in high school. That was my first time, and... Me being like in foster care, me going to different homes. I've met a person who wasn't in the same exact situation, but it was a similar situation where he was constantly moving into different homes, different states with his family, um, single parent home, uh, living in hotels, not having, you know, those type of resources. So it's like I fed off that because that's something that's something that I knew and what I was experiencing Mm -hmm. and what I've known all my life. So it's like I have to be with this person. I have to save (laughs) him. I have to help him. (laughs) So like that was my first experience in that trauma that we shared from our childhood going back to the beginning. That's something that connected us deeply and we actually form a friendship as you can say that <laughs> in the beginning it was a it was a friendship but it was actually a trauma mm-hmm. 
And that's shit. that. I think that also goes into yeah. what we said something earlier about people not taking enough time. Yeah. If we really took enough time and taught people what to their childhood, we really would, you know, have a better understanding. So even if you do choose to dive into that, you have an understanding of what they what they've been through, and so you you're a bit more knowledgeable. And when you're right. when you know better, you do better. Exactly. But that's the thing too. Like when we were speaking a little bit earlier, and I was covering, well, my parents never taught me a. C. <laughs> so in relationships, and I had to pick up on what I've seen and what I've been taught and what I've learned from staying with different people and connecting mm-hmm. with different people and just me creating the idea of what love is mm-hmm. and what relationships should look like, feel like, and how I should be and feel in that moment. And vice versa for that person. Yeah. So like with that being said, like I like the aspect of a parent saying that person isn't good for you. We covered that earlier. And now this is going to get deep. Stay, stay, connect with me. Stay here. What I'm trying to say is like your mom or your grandma, they'd be like, I don't like that person for you. They're, they're not good for you. Yeah. But with me, I was like, no, that person is for me. I love him. We're going to be together. That was my first experience. And then from there, getting deep, I stopped talking to family, friends, moved in together, um, created, you know, the codependent, we... Well, that person stole money to pay the rent, you know, physical, having children. Like, we even almost got to that point of having a family. And that's something where the bond actually deepened. Yeah. It actually deepened and it actually decreased for me. The relationship decreased. It was like yeah. a plateau. So, it was just like I hit rock bottom because I didn't understand and see, that family aspect is deep because what people don't realize is that what a lot of abusers try to do or mark people is, yeah, is that, what it is. <laughs> is that they'll create a separation between you and other people who you have bonds with. So that right. way your strongest bond is with them and that way they can place themselves in that, in that spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that's something that we need to pay attention to that if someone's telling you your your longtime friend ain't no good or yeah. and also you know I can definitely think in my situation I, everywhere I went everyone was telling me how good I was for him and nobody ever tell me he was good for me that is very true how did you know that <laughs> whoa that's so true yeah that's that's really true like so with, all my relationships so within that what what do you classify as as your last time um, you know, when the time when you realize, yo, this is a marked soul right here. Like, this is the last time I'm here with this because evidently you have some things you do that I can't be here for. Well, as I said before, I had experiences, not experience. <laughs> so, um, actually, my last relationship was my last, uh, moment to see a person for who they really were like I've seen it with my eyes I've seen what other people see like I had a different perspective I was able to get outside of who I you know was and And who you wanted them to be right and I'm like okay this is crazy this is wild and I'm scared (laughs) because I (laughs) I've never had this experience where 
It's like an out of mind, out of body experience, and you're seeing yeah, everything. Literally, you're literally watching a movie yes! set up to kill you, yes! but you're the cameraman, seeing oh everything that's going on, and you're the main actor. It's like, how did this I'm even like, get to this? I swear, you're literally whoa. watching a movie being yeah. set up against you. Yeah, and that's and it's really deep. So I woke up like I was like, no more that. Like I hit rock bottom, y'all. So it's just like with that being said, um, I was about to die. So that was the last time for me <laughs> and for anybody to ever, you know, put that type of trauma on me. What what I want to say is, and I don't want to get emotional, but what I want to say is, seeing all the trauma that I went through from all of my relationships and it actually like led into another person so it's just mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. same so different that reincarnated person so it's just like you're the same person that i've already overcome so why are you here now clearly i haven't learned i haven't learned something mm-hmm. so when i woke up and then um i realized like okay i'm in a relationship with a guy he's older than me um, you know, he was basically living a double life and I knew, I knew it, but I wasn't, I wasn't trusting my intuition. Mm-hmm. I kept going. You, it's just like you said, we can see it. We know it, but we, we're just falling into it. Yeah. We're not having boundaries. I didn't have any boundaries. So mm. I didn't let, you know, I mean, I let that person disrespect me. So most importantly, I seen everything. I've seen all of my relationships in that one person. Right. And that I don't want to put that type of, you know, weight no, on that person, yeah. but I did. And it's just like, I've learned from all of that. And now it's time for me to literally move mm-hmm. in the right path. Like, I need a different path. I need a different course. Or I'm going to literally, like, die in a situation because mm-hmm. he, he ended up having children that I didn't know about. Um... And it got really abusive. Like, I was physically abused, emotionally, verbally, like, weight gain, weight loss. And then trying to make me create a family with that person Mm -hmm. when I wasn't healed from my last relationships and situations. So, it's just, like, all of this is happening so fast. And it was really, really uh, evil, honestly. It was really, really devilish. So, it's just, like, you know, my family had to get me out of it. Yeah. So that's when yeah. I had, that's when, and my family was like, enough is enough. Yeah. Once someone put their hands on you, like, we don't say nothing, but that's it. So then, then that's when I'm like, you know, I'm going to give it to God, like, you know, not to get <laughs> yeah, spiritual. I but I really, I never, I never did. I always was a person that tried to control because I wanted the relationship to yeah. be the way I wanted to be different from my mother. You know oh, what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah. I wanted to be, I don't want the abuse. I don't want the fight. I want the... The white picket fence type thing with the kids. So it's just like, yeah, that's hey, that I was want me. A village, so hey, me too. Right, you right, you right. But, but it's, I, I, mean, I can definitely say my last time was, um, you know, I did as well had to get my family involved. You know, yeah. I didn't want to, but it was just like a, I, I absolutely had to that day. You know. And um, it's crazy because within the whole time, yeah. before he ever even did anything, every time he did something, I would have a dream right before. Wow. Right before. Literally every time. And, you know, my last time, the fact that, A, I had to get my family involved. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I, I, you know, 
I had what would be like a spiritual experience where it's like, you know, we we don't even half sleep, half wake mode. And I was in one of those and I know no one was there and I could hear a voice calling to me, telling me that it's dying and that it needs my help. And as weird as that sounds, like when you're half asleep and you're trying to wake up because you hear this creepy voice and oh you can't gosh. wake up, like, right. I, got, I can't be here no more. I got to get up out of here. Honestly. But, and you know, um, you know, and then I had, you know, the, I guess like the very last um, time I even, I, you know, spoke, I had a dream and I told him I had this dream that basically we was out somewhere in public and he had hit me mm. and everyone kept telling me how you know, I sparked him and how I made that happen. And then I would be like, okay, well, what do I have to do to make it so he don't do this? And just, I'd be pointing at him in my dream. Everyone was like, look, see, look, you're pointing at him. You're pointing at him. And I'm just like, I'm asking y'all like, yeah. And so by, by that dream happening like that and everyone just, you know, weighing on me to the point where I was in my, in my dream, like crying and that's when I realized, you know, when I woke up, that that was kind of saying, like, it doesn't matter how small it would have been. Right. I could have looked to the left, to the right too fast or whatever. Like, if someone is that person, they're that person. And you do have to get to the point where you, not that you make their mistakes them, right. but that you see all their attributes, you know, including the bad ones. And really deciding, you know, if you that's can good. really, you know what I'm saying, deal with that. And within that, you know, I developed my lead mentality. And within my lead mentality, I had to say, one, my soul is tired as And yes. then two, <laughs> two, you have to get to that level in self-care where you're so bougie, where you say, I'm too pretty for this. Damn right. I'm not trying to draw blood on this face. Mm-mm. What? So that's, I think that's, you know, ladies, you want to start your lead mentality. One, how your soul, because your soul, your body stays here on this earth, but this soul goes. Yeah. And depending on how heavy that thing is, it might not take flight too far. Okay, you might drop right down. Listen, (laughs) I'm glad you're saying that because, like, I'm silent now, but, like, literally, everything you said, I had that experience for me waking up. So it's like, wow, this is amazing because we're actually connecting on a higher power now. Yeah. Like, we're healing. So it's just like, yo, my last my last encounter with the BS, like you said, (laughs) was literally that awakening moment for me when I seen like, no, when I seen myself, um, I guess I just, how should I say? I see myself in a higher form than me. Like I'm like, Like, what people know me now, my relationships and all that stuff, it's just, like, that awakening is, like, hey, let's fast, let's do this, let's do that. Yeah. And then it's just, like, I seen, like, my first time ever meditating. That's what I want to say. That's when I seen it. Me meditating. Mm. Like, it was, like, I seen my family, but I couldn't see their face. I can hear their voices, but I couldn't see their face. It's how deep this shit is. Oh. (laughs) I don't care. It's deep. So, it's, like... I seen nothing but green. That's when I got so happy. That's why I try mm. to surround myself around green because I seen my Yeah, y'all can't family. see this room, but there's greenery everywhere. I love it. It's just like <laughs> abundance, growth, yes. rebirth. Yes. So I had a moment of rebirth. Like, I had to transform. I transformed my mind, my mental, my physical, my... Everything around me had to be transformed. Like, I had to get rid of everybody. Yeah. I had to leave. And I'm like, where is... Why, why, why? 
And then I seen, I seen my husband, but I couldn't see his face. That's how it was. And he was sitting down on the couch. First of all, I seen nothing but green, and it was just trees. And then, like, I was going down this path, and it was a big house, like, and it was like a tree house type, like, with the... The green the, area. Yeah, the, the brown and all that stuff. And then I walked in and I had on like a business suit. This is crazy because I can see it. And I walked in and then like the stairway, well, I heard the kids. And I'm like, I had about three kids. <laughs> Let that be known. <laughs> I had about three kids. And then they were like upstairs. And then my husband was sitting on a couch and I couldn't see his face. But then after that, my stomach dropped and I just woke up and I was bawling. I'm like, I'm yeah. getting emotional because it's like, I seen that. And that's something I probably know of in my higher, yeah. you know, realm. But it's just like my lower realm. To bring it down in here. I, yes, first, I, like, I got to meet, meet you halfway. Right. It's just like, no, this is not for me. Like, I seen that. I want that. I'm going to get that. And I have to cut all of this out. And I seen that. And that, that was my moment when I was like, yo. Yeah. I got to I gotta change me now. Like, for me. And what does that person look like? How is she going to be to the world? And is she going to be accepted? But then I was like, I don't care. Because... Yeah, it's not a matter of acceptance. It's a matter of how you share yourself with the world and who you share the world with. Absolutely. So that was for me. I'm like, I no longer want any low vibrational abusive relationships. That was it for me. So... Thank you guys for tuning in. This is She Who Speaks. And again, I have a lovely guest that was here with us. Her name is Neff. Yes, Go check her out. Follow me anywhere, N-E-F-O-R-A. Yes. Okay. And don't forget, you guys, stay safe. Be kind to yourself and take your time into really getting to know your partner. And, and yourself. And yourself, yes, most definitely. And heal from your... um your past and forgive your past and and forgive your parents and too. Forgive your, yeah, forgive your parents and forgive yourself for allowing yourself because you choose everything. Yes. So forgive yourself yes. for your choices. We're all learning. Yeah, and also know it's not your fault. This is normal. This is... I don't know if it's normal. Yeah, we're not, <laughs> we're not, we're not gonna normalize this. Right, this is We're normal. eradicating it's this. It's natural. Is the point of this. Yeah. yeah. Well, honestly, what it is, is this is repetitive. Exactly. And right now, we're just tired of repeating. Yeah, and we're breaking cycles. Yes, we We're are. here today and we're making this podcast and as you would say heaven and earth shall pass away but my words shall not so thank you for tuning in bye